Black Ass Podcast with Hadia Robinson. Bono, 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 bon, bono. Hey, Cheryl. All right, I see you, girlfriend. Bono, bon, bono. Hey, man, get your ass out the street. Bono, bon, 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 bon. Who goddamn kids is these? What up and welcome to another episode of Black Ass Podcast. A podcast so black, it's singing the outro music to the Jeffersons. Shout out to Wheezy. This episode, I'm talking more about the protests, the fake ass apologies, and will we ever be able to wear kente cloth again? All that coming up on this episode of Black Ass Podcast. What up, everybody? I'm back. Thank y'all so much for coming in, coming into the room and hanging out. Um, what a week again. Week two. Jeez. It's like as heavy as last week was. I think this week was equally, if not more heavy. Um, good and bad, though. I mean, it's just seeing the outpouring of people supporting the, the protest has just it's really been like, oh, okay, yeah, it's something about to, we gonna get something, like, it's, there's movement, Uh, if, are we for real, but then also, we are in the middle of a pandemic, so, my hypochondriac ass, looking at the pictures, like, yo, we all about to get something, like, (laughs) the crowds, the amount of people out there, and just, I'm seeing, uh, I just see a cloud of coronavirus. I'm sorry. Like, that's just kind of the way my brain works. So, yes, absolutely. Keep fighting. Keep shouting. But can, pull your mask up. <laughs> like, do, can we get some water stations out here? Can we get some soap? And what's messed up is even if they had that, the police would come and kick it down. So, it's like a lose-lose situation. The best we can ask for is that the protesters continue to yell and scream, possibly cough on every officer there. And then there you go. We getting a, we getting more than what we need, right? Less cops on the street. <laughs> Sorry, that's terrible, but I said what I said. Um it's been a long a lot of um uh, Apologies, more apologies, more people coming to the table, talking about um, what they're going to do better. And, you know, I appreciate it. But also it's like, oh, you just now realizing just now. And I think a lot of it, too, is people are starting to post what they experience and have experienced with different companies and employers. So I think a lot of those employers are trying to, like, get ahead of that shit. Like, you know what? Hey, um. Yo, we recognize at this time that there were a lot of problematic things. So, I mean, before any of our employees come out with it, we know already. So, we are now donating this amount of money and we open it up all kind of jobs. And whatever you need from us, we will hand it to you. Thank you so much. Okay, don't cancel us. Bye. But before I get into all that, I got to talk about what I'm learning in quarantine, uh, because despite popular belief of some people out here, uh, there's still a pandemic, guys. And um, I know people are have really relaxed their stance on that or 
you know, are getting way too comfortable being outside with no mask on. And I don't understand that. I get that the sun is out and it's a little bit warmer, but that does not mean there's a all clear. Um, but go off, I guess. Anyway, um, so in quarantine and the latest lesson that I've learned is that Ben and Jerry's Cherry Garcia ice cream slaps. I didn't even know. Okay, so I went to get some Ben and Jerry's because, you know, I was supporting them for supporting Black Lives Matter and, and you know, being so outspoken about, you know, ending police brutality and white supremacy and stuff like that. So I was like, yo, I got to go and get like eight containers of Ben and Jerry's because that's how you support. <laughs> so I've never been a fruit and chocolate kind of girl. I just, it's like maybe three times in my life I can say, oh, I had a chocolate ice. I had a chocolate cake one time with with strawberries in the middle. I remember it was like a layer of strawberries and whipped cream in the middle, and I was like, "Oh my god, slizzamin!" That shit was woo. But sometimes people putting chocolate on shit that it shouldn't be on, like oranges and chocolate on apples. Why? Why are you doing that? That shit is disgusting and it's disrespectful. What? Anyway. So I wasn't enthused. I heard somebody say, oh, it was good. I tried it. I was like, oh, yeah. So that was my treat to myself because I realized that my in, my engine, my internal engine was on 700. Like my anxiety was, and I just needed to be still because I'm somebody I'm on the phone before I go to bed. I wake up in the morning. I'm checking to see what's going on with the protest, making sure my family members and people around me make sure I don't have a text in there like, oh shit, guess who got shot last night? Like, and when that's something that you're thinking about all day long, man, that shit will drive you crazy. So the other day I had to go, I just went and got some Ben and Jerry's, got some bomb ass weed over here. And I just completely unplugged and that's what you have to do. So I'm encouraging anybody out there. If you feel that anxiety in you, if you feel like you're on social media and you're looking, 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 and it's just kind of driving you crazy, which is a conversation I've had with numerous friends over the last couple of weeks. It's like, you got to take it all the way down. I'm not saying you need to get some weed. I'm saying that's just kind of how I like to do my thing. Um, but you got to bring it down. You got to disconnect. You got to take a moment for yourself and allow that motor in your, that anxiety motor to shut down. Even if it's just for an hour, even if it's for an afternoon, give yourself some time. Give yourself a timeout. Timeout. Cause it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, all right. So let's get into what is going, 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 going on, going my mommy said Gwine in that actual voice. Gwine. What's Gwine? Um, let's start with this Kente cloth debacle. Okay. You know, deep in exhale on that one. It's almost like, do y'all not console black people? That's what I'm really wondering. So if you missed it, the Democrats uh, came out as they were... Um, talking about this police reform bill that they had just come up with that they were going to put before the house, which is a great thing. But they all came out dressed like they was going to represent a tribe in Wakanda. I don't know, but it was not it. Okay. It was very gentrified. It was very mayonnaise. It was very raisins in the potato salad. It was very just like, 
baloney baloney in in jello like what what the fuck was that right so nancy pelosi chuck schumer and these old ass white people coming out with kente cloth draped in kente cloth then they went and took a knee for eight minutes and 43 seconds in honor of george floyd begging for his life or whatever and I just can't imagine that somebody black was there and said, yeah, this is it. This is hot. This going to kill them. Right. I can't imagine it was a black person in the crib, like sorting through they, their whole like closet of Kente cloth, uh, fabric strips. Like, yep. Okay. Boom. I'm gonna put Pelosi in this one. Cause this one said like, this one says warrior. No, first of all, Kente cloth is not even something that's germane to African-Americans. That's not something that's a, directly a part of our culture, right? Kente cloth comes from West Africa. That's a West African thing. So you wearing this Kente cloth for the West Africans who have been, I'm not, and I'm not saying that to separate us. What I'm saying is if you are trying to speak directly to African-Americans in this country, then speak to the African-Americans. Look, we don't have a lot of traditions necessarily here, but we've create like we've created our own traditions of things that speak directly to us, right? So they should have came out in some Carl Kanai. You want to speak to us and let us know you on our side, man. Put on some baby fat. Like, why wasn't Chuck Schumer in a Fubu outfit? What somebody should have been in that African American college and universities? Remember those jumps, those jogging suits everybody was wearing back in the day? Like, nobody was in cross colors, damaged jeans, nobody was in like uh apple bottom jeans. Dude, what are y'all doing? Come on, I, somebody should have had an eight ball jacket on. This is stuff that is directly connected to black people, like black Americans. What. This Kente cloth, y'all out here kneeling like y'all about to go into a football game. If you don't, and what's so frustrating is, it's like, listen, y'all have our vote. As fucked, as as horrible as that is to say, and how horrible it feels to say, y'all have our vote. This All this extra performative shit just reminds me that y'all don't really fuck with us. And I'm like dead ass. Because if... If Democrats really, really, truly, truly fucked with us, truly, that wouldn't even be something that you would think to do. Like, listen, I'm not saying it's blackface, but uh, it was close. It was right up there. Not blackface and some Al Jolson shit, like, but I'm saying blackface and some old um, Kim Kardashian. I, I'm just going to darken it up so I blend in better. Like, you ain't got to do all that. Just come to the table. You want to impress black Americans. You want us to really feel like that y'all really truly on our side. Then let's see what's in that police reform bill. And I don't want to hear shit about no chokehold. I want to hear about people going to jail. I want to hear about opening old cases. I want to hear about dragging these these cop these um, murderous police up out their house, breaking up their families, and ruining their lives the way they're ruining the lives of innocent people. Listen, Sean Bell. Kate, those five officers, I'm not sure how many it was. Let me take five out the equation. But those officers, plain, plain clothed officers that shot up his car the night before his wedding, free as hell. Free. Okay. The Eric Garner cop, 
I'm almost positive he's free. There are, there are so many cases around this country that can be reopened, re-examined, and retried to actually get justice for these people. It ain't too late. I'm talking about we can go back to Megger Evers. The dude is dead, but somebody somebody got to be alive. Go back. Go drag the old bitch that lied on Emmett Till. Let's get him. Let's get Emmett Till some justice from the grave. But. I don't need y'all in kente cloth kneeling. First of all, them old ass kneecaps, I know they had to go to physical therapy after that. I know they had to ice them kneecaps. I'm not, I'm not as old as them. And I, you ever tried to kneel and tie your shoe and lost feeling in your leg because all the pressure of the earth is coming down and cutting off the blood supply in the back of your leg? <laughs> You can't listen. You got to tie your shoe up quick as hell after a certain age. You can't be down there all day. Eight minutes on your knee. <laughs> Yo, Nancy Pelosi probably got her leg amputated. <laughs> if she got the slightest limp the next time we see her, please believe Nancy Pelosi had to get her leg amputated. You can't be down there that long after a certain age. That's all I'm saying. Democrats, stop with this bullshit, okay? I need y'all to pull it together. Y'all got our vote. Now put some real... I don't need to see y'all in outfits. I don't need to see y'all double-dutching. I don't need y'all doing the maki da da hand game or none of that shit to make us try to try to make us believe y'all on our side. Put forth some actual legislation that tells us that y'all really on our side, that y'all really want the best for black Americans, for your voter base of people. Do that. I don't need you out here in Wakanda Halloween outfits. That shit looks stupid. And speaking of looking stupid, please, if you haven't already, look up the mayor of Minneapolis at George Floyd's funeral. His name is Jacob Frey. Jacob Frey. And he's kneeling at the casket. Once again, some more kneeling. And this man is bawling, fake crying. Like the shoulders going up and down, fake crying. The hand over the face with the mask on fake crying like he's touching the hand reached out lightly grazing the casket fake crying like they grew up together like they used to be homeboys like they used to play t-ball together he is like hands pinching his nose because he's just so overwhelmed with you know he can feel the headache building he's got so much pain inside fake crying and i'm watching it like who is this for Nobody believed this shit. No, that man was crying harder than George Floyd actual goddamn family. Where is all these tears and emotions coming from? Because you don't really know this man, number one, which tells me the, it's all fake, right? And what are you this broken up about? Are you this broken up because you're thinking about all the people who have lost their life while your ass was at, while you was on the job, while you was on the clock? Are you thinking about how you could have prevented this and how you could have done better as a mayor and maybe put forth some, some type of effort in the other 17 times the cop who stood on George Floyd's neck? what had a citation are you thinking about how you could have prevented it by stepping up in any kind of former fashion putting together any kind of task force speaking out in any way to keep that murderous man off the street and then from eventually killing george floyd Wh who believe 
But you know what? I bet 100% somebody, grandmama, somebody, auntie, somebody offered him a church myth after that little bullshit ass performance. Somebody, oh Lord, baby, get him a titch. Oh my God, Jesus wept. They done dug in the bottom of purple. Here, baby, had this mint. It got some lint on it. <laughs> but I feel like anybody of a certain age would be like, if you don't get the fuck, and he's been showing up and he's been out there protesting and he's been kneeling and doing all the performative bullshit. But I know he ain't really about that. He don't really believe it in his spirit. And you know how I know there's video of him out there with protesters doing a cha-cha slide or one of them little line dances and the effort it takes this man to move his body to the beat and direction of this song tells me, mm-mm. We can't trust that one. We got to keep an eye on that one because it's one thing to be off beat fine. But this man had to physically lift and move his body portion by portion. Like his shoulders had to go up to lift his hip, to lift his leg in order to slide to the right. It was, it is the most weird ass data from fucking Star Trek shit. What I'm saying is, the mayor of Minneapolis is more than likely an android or some shit. The Tesla dude done created to try out for Space Force when all the rich people blast out of the country. And I can't wait. Do we have an update on when this is happening? Because the sooner the fucking better. I've had this thought and listen, I do smoke a lot of weed. So I'm just going to preface my thought by saying that. But I believe that rich people really are creating ships and testing the waters. And that's why they blasting cars out there to see if them shits can drive in space on some homeboys and outer space shit. I don't know, but fine. Listen, I can't wait. I can't wait for rich people to leave the damn earth. I can't wait for them to take all their lame, born ass friends and they maids and whoever else, they gardeners and to, I guess, rake the moon rocks and the Mars dirt around. Take bye. Good bye. I can't wait. Do, I will be at the, la- at the launch when they all leave waving bon voyage ho and i hope it's a titanic trip and i said what i said anyway um guys the karens are upset they are they have had it up to here i am so freaking perturbed Since the, since the protests have been going on, of course, there are the Karens out there who are actively confronting protesters because they just are so mad that the protesters are out there and saying that black lives matter because all lives matter and they are supporting terrorism. And I can't even listen. I lost steam in that in me acting like a Karen I just completely drained all the joy out of my body so I don't even know how they walking around right now I know they are so fucking miserable as people as humans they're miserable so not only are they you know interrupting protests and inserting themselves in protests and confronting protesters for no reason it's just like 
nobody was going to Karen's haircut protest and demanding she take her dumb ass back in the house. Nobody said shit to Karen because she wanted a massage and a haircut and she wanted to go to the gym. We, every, the whole world that sat back, gave them their space and laughed at they dumb ass. But here, when people are protesting the murder of unarmed citizens, specifically black people in this country, it's how the fuck do you speak out against that? That's the thing that kind of blows my mind. How do you, how are you against a human being losing their life? I, I don't ever want to know what it means to be that miserable of a human being. That's a miserable ass person. Speaking of miserable people, Megan McCain which is the the total reason why I stopped watching The View because I was like, I don't even want to watch anything. And I love Whoopi Goldberg. I adore Whoopi Goldberg. But hell no. Nah. Mm -mm, nope. She had one too many times where she was just speaking out of order, being mad disrespectful and, and racist. I'm like, I'm good. That's a view I don't need in my life. I get enough of that shit out in the real world so you can have this no. Also, completely unqualified for anything. Like, who even cares about this bitch stance on anything? The only reason why she got that job is because John McCain was her dad. And it's like, girl, have a seat. Go go shop somewhere. Ain't nobody trying to hear nothing you got to say because it's of no value, right? But fine. Well, how different is that from any other Republican? I said what I said. But Megan McCain, another miserable person, took to Twitter and said, uh, and tweeted, my neighborhood is in Manhattan is eviscerated and looks like a war zone. I'm sorry. I know it was just words on Twitter. It wasn't a video, but that's how I read it in my brain. My neighborhood in Manhattan is eviscerated and looks like a war zone. Yeah, that kind of how Amy Cooper did that voice when she called the cops on Christian Cooper. That <laughs> yeah, that's how my brain read her tweet. And... Very soon after, her neighbor tweeted, took to Twitter and said, uh, hey, girl, we live in the same building. I just went outside. It's fine. <laughs> nothing was wrong with this chick neighborhood. Street, pristine, nothing eviscerated. I mean, just even the word eviscerated is such is has such a tone above like trashed or eviscerated to me is like the Terminator came through, dropped a bomb, Sarah Connor and then was running and driving in a Humvee and shit. And the, the Humvee's tires got nails and chains on them. Like that shit to me is Thunderdome destruction. Right. And the thing about it is, is that she didn't put up that tweet because she was concerned about her neighborhood. People like her who put up tweets like that are doing it to completely just disregard what the actual movement of what's happening to try to put up this idea that the protesters are ruining everything and that the world was good before protesters started raising their vo voices regard you know it's just a way to undermine the protest and say you know I hear that they're protesting but look what they're doing and once she was outed Here's, here's the apology. Cause you know, it's always that little stupid ass apology. It's like these people don't get how the internet works, but fine. Here's the apology. I am six months pregnant and 
A gossip organization is about to run a story of where me and my family are currently. I sent a tweet yesterday based on the news I saw happening in Midtown. We all have been watching all over different media platforms. So let's let's be very clear. If this gossip outlet wasn't going to out her, she wouldn't have said shit. She would have found some pictures on the internet to support what she was saying. She probably would have got some old ass pictures from Ferguson, like the CVS that was on fire. She probably would have posted that. Like she lived next to that CVS. Like I could have absolutely seen her going on and on and on with this story. But of course, once it, it once it was like, Oh, I'm about to be outed. Okay. Well, let me just say that I'm six months pregnant. And what the fuck do her being six months pregnant have to do with anything? Like that has nothing to do with the price of cheese in in Switzerland. I don't know. I made that up. I didn't want to say tea in China, but I was just trying to come. But what, you get what I'm saying? That don't have nothing to do with anything else. But it's like, woe is me. I'm six months pregnant. That's why I'm a racist. Bitch, bye. Here's another little fake ass apology. Another miserable human. Um, I don't know if you saw the video of the girls who were protesting along a bike path in Bethesda, Maryland, but there's a guy who's like berating them, snatching flyers out of their hands. This guy is a cyclist. Okay. So he's got like, (laughs) he got the butt pad biker shorts up. (laughs) He's got those shoes that I'm assuming that you wear in Soul Cycle that kind of click into the pedals on the bike. So he's walking this weird ass way. He was walking like the whole bike seat was inside of his asshole. So I, I've been Soul Cycling before. So you have to kind of balance. It's like a square peg on the heel of your shoe, but it's not wide enough to to accommodate the entire hill so you kind of wobble a little bit you have to find this special way to walk on him but it he looks like a fucking idiot and he's like give me those signs and he's like ripping the paper out of these girls hands and he's yelling at them and they're like what the fuck are you doing and he's just so pissed off because these girls are chanting you know black lives matter and they have flyers saying that a black man was murdered by the police what are we gonna do peaceful protest he on a bike bitch keep rolling nobody is asking you to stop but the idea that this man and these girls are 18 19 and 19 this man is 60 something years old when you calculate add those up 18 19 and 19 are children they are still babies they just graduated high school you know what i'm saying and he's confronting these girls this grown-ass man confronting these girls women on this bike path like in what world did that warrant him getting off of his bike and confronting these girls because they're passing out flyers or speaking out and saying black lives matter or just acknowledging that a American citizen was murdered by police, black, white, whatever color you want to say, an American citizen was murdered by police that we, we all watched it and witnessed it. And this man is so pissed. So the video goes around and of course, here comes the apology. Uh, I am sick with remorse for the pain and fear I caused the victims on the trail and online. The officer's name, I'm sorry, is uh, Anthony Brendan the Third. That's why I gave him that voice. I am sick. <laughs> 
And it's like, Anthony, no, you're not. You sick with remorse because your whole ass got caught. You ain't have no problem. He all up in the camera and then tries to run the the person who's videotaping, tries to run them down with his bike. If nothing else, watch it for his goofy ass walk. Like, I hope he is being taunted by that that video for the rest of his life because that's what he deserves period point blank i am committed to making amends by addressing through counseling the underlying issues that led to my abhorrent behavior sidebar he is a ex-police officer so that tells you everything you need to hear his whole anger in him speaking out is basically him acknowledging that he is a part of and, or was a part of an organization that actively murdered police. And who knows what his record looked like? Who knows how many how many times he used excess, excessive force? How many people he possibly murdered? Or how many, how many times he stood by while one of his cohorts, while one of his um, partners abused their power as a police officer? I'm sure numerous times and all that anger and all of that shit was just his own. He was outing himself as an ex-cop who probably was okay and stood by and allowed police brutality. So Anthony, fuck you and your apology. We don't believe it. Sidebar. Shut up, Christian Cooper. Yes. Christian Cooper. Where... The, it was like the straw just before the straw that broke the camel's back. So Christian Cooper is the bird watcher that was in the park in New York that had the police called on him when uh, by Amy Cooper, who didn't want to put a leash on her dog in Ramble Park, um, in the Ramble area of uh, Central Park. So Christian Cooper recently... Um, came out after you know amy cooper's whole world was eviscerated now that's the perfect place to use the word eviscerated um after she lost her job and lost her dog and he came out and said uh any of us can make not necessarily a racist mistake okay wait a minute he's a bird watching black dude in new york yeah that's the right voice any of us can make not necessarily a racist mistake but a mistake um and to get that kind of tidal wave in such a compressed period of time it's gotta hurt uh but i don't know if her life needed to be torn apart the first of christian cooper if you don't shut the fuck up first of all her life absolutely needed to be torn apart ripped to shreds because she needs to be the cautionary tale for any other white person that want to call the police unlawfully on some black people and then knowing damn well what the outcut what the outcome could possibly be for that black person's life you out here talking about you don't know if her life need to be torn apart bitch you could have lost your life completely you talking about her life being torn apart your family your friends your lover whoever is in your life their shit would have been completely upended if you would have died because this bitch called the cops and put on a cry voice that's what took it to the next level for me it wasn't even just i'm calling the cops i'm calling the cops and saying an african-american 
African man is harassing me. That's already point one. She knew what she was doing. But then to put the icing on that cake and put the cry voice on, do you understand what that really means? That means that police are coming out the car on some Tamir Rice shit. They not asking no questions. They could, they could possibly be shooting your ass on sight. And you talk about you don't know if her life needs to be torn apart. Let me tell you something. Christian Cooper, first of all, bitch. I'm sorry to call you a bitch, but you deserve it right now. First of all, bitch, how dare you try to take this woman's side in a in a in a situation that has happened to so many black people who have lost their lives so many times for wait Listen, Emma Till is in the grave right now for some shit just like this. And you're going to say you don't believe this woman need her life torn apart. Hell, I'm mad because the hoe got the dog back. I am pissed. She don't even deserve to have that dog. She don't deserve nothing good in her life. Not for the next five to ten years. I'm just telling you how I feel about it. Period. Point blank. And I know that dog is mad too. I know that dog was like, well, what, she here? Well, shit, it's plenty of dogs here. Let her take one of them. I don't want to go back. Man, shit. <laughs> I know that dog is like, this is some bullshit. But how dare you try to minimize what that moment was and how how catastrophic that moment could have been to, well, I mean, it's not. The truth of the matter is what happened to Amy Cooper wasn't just about Christian Cooper. It was about my brother, about my nephews, about my godson, about my future husband, about my stepkids, about every black person's immediate family around them. That's what that moment was about. So for him to try to take it on as if nothing else has ever happened in the history of the world, Christian, you would be wise to shut the fuck up from here on out, sir. Thank you so much. Sincerely, black people. And on a final and brighter note, Lowe's has donated $25 million to black businesses. Now, as you know, Lowe's is the rival to Home Depot. And I thought for a lot of years that Lowe's and Home Depot were like the same company on some silly shit. Like, yo, we the same company, but we just going to pretend like we rivals and we just going to set up across the street from each other in every city across the damn country. But really all the money is coming into one house. It reminded me of the, um, Twix commercial where it's like chocolate or caramel, but it's all the same candy bar, that kind of thing. But no, y'all, Home Depot and Lowe's are very, very different. Um, $25 million to black businesses, especially since a lot of black businesses did not get that loan. Like, shout out to them for that. It could have been $200 million, I'm just saying, just to offset the amount of money my mama put in the Home Depot. <laughs> Anybody else got older parents? Older people love Home Depot. They, they just love building shit. My mama used to be at Home Depot you could call her at any time of the day. If the hours of Home Depot was open, baby, my mama was in Home Depot. So much show. So I'm like, let me find out. She got a little boyfriend that work at Home Depot. My mama, lo she loved a project. She was always working on something. She's going to retile the bathroom, put a backsplash in the kitchen, like her TV stayed on HGTV and you could not tell her she wasn't able to do all. My mama built a shed with my brother in the back of the house. So I'm just letting y'all know my mom was really about that life. And there's a picture of her 
wearing a tube belt. And I'm telling you, this woman looked the happiest she ever been in her life, including when she had kids. <laughs> Yo, I don't know if this is a thing, but my mama was definitely a Home Depot stand. Like, what do you, what do you even call? What are the Home Depot stands? Wrenches? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I couldn't. I just imagine when the news came out, my mama in heaven, like, what the fuck? <laughs> when the angel's like, excuse me? She's like, nothing. <laughs> I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> oh, about to get put out of heaven messing around reading the news. Oh, my God. Yo, sorry to that lady. <laughs> oh, yo, if... <laughs> If Home Depot put $7 million into Trump's campaign this year, how much did they put in last year? And how much of that money was from my mama? Let me find out. My mama was a Trump supporter and didn't know it. Okay. Pull it together. So, I say all that to say, y'all now we know where to put our money. So when outside open up ladies and you going to look for a dude that's going to help you put that Ikea furniture together. So you got to go trolling around some aisles of the hardware store. You need to be in Lowe's booty shorts, tank top, titties popping, just perusing the aisles. Like, Oh, that's nice. You going to put that ceiling fan up. That is cute. Oh, Oh, that's your wife. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bent over on the, on the aisle. Trying to reach whatever whatever is on the bottom shelf. You don't even need it. You just bent over. Knees is locked, honey. You ain't even, no. Or you dropping it low with the thong hanging up at the top. What I'm saying is, we have new hunting ground. Home Home Depot is off the list. We are no more Home Depot. And it's all about Lowe's. Make sure that's where you putting your money at. And uh, fellas, if you are out there trying to look like you can fix some stuff, knowing damn well you can't, you just trying to get a hot home cooked meal and some ass, then you need to be at Lowe's also with your extra tight ass, extra medium ass t-shirt on. You know what I mean? Pecs popping, the jean shorts or gray sweats. You know how we like it. Summertime, still gray sweats weather. <laughs> Look, all I'm asking is, fellas, make sure you adequately study whatever YouTube video you watching so you can fake like you know how to fix whatever that is you said you could fix. We stand, when we were standing in that aisle at Lowe's and I had on my tank top and you had on them gray sweats, okay? Don't come to the house, tear everything up, think you're going to get some ass and go home with a to-go plate. It's not going to happen. Don't ruin this opportunity for us to come together as a pig. <laughs> Come together as a people, all right? Don't don't mess it up, fellas. That's not what the ancestors want for us. All right, that does it for me here. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you are not already, make sure you are following the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And of course, subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to the podcast. Subscribe and leave a comment, leave a review. I'll be reading them next week. It's happening for real next week. And of course, you can follow me and find all of my links at hrcomedy.com. Thanks so much. Y'all have a great, safe week. I'm out. Peace.